Welcome to Used Up Pens, a podcast presented by Drawings by Trent. We start another two-parter interview today. This time we have Betsy Hicks Russ, who uses that name on Facebook as well as Betsy on the go for TikTok and Instagram. She joins the Used Up Pens crew to chat about her life as a picky eating specialist, as well as life with her son and his love for biking. We'll wrap up today's episode talking about the Be Kind vest that Betsy has developed, and we'll see you next time for part two. Here's your host, Tristan Moore. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Used Up Pence podcast. I'm your host, Tristan. And per usual, we have my parents here. Say hello. 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 We have a guest today, Betsy. And Betsy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do for the listeners that may not know? What do I do? I do many <laughs> I'm also known as Betsy on the go, which is which is really interesting. I think it's a prophecy because I came up with that name like a very long time ago, and it seems to have fit my life. I run Autism Odyssey, which is a 501c3 that we work, I'm sure we'll be talking about a little bit today, but we work with the Be Kind Best and work in ways to get individuals that, adults with autism out into the community and not so much hidden behind and and left at home. And then I have a course on picky eating. So I'm a picky eating specialist. And I guess most importantly, I'm the mother of a almost 30 year old man who (laughs) is, I guess what they would call level four autistic. He's non-speaking and he keeps me very busy. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. So how did drawings by Trent and Betsy on the go meet or (laughs) we did meet actually I don't actually remember how we got in touch with one another I I might have reached out to you I I don't really remember either but we I think we both started talking individually and then I told you I was going to be coming out because I was giving a lecture on picky eating in the area and you so generously drove all the way up to Kansas City (laughs) to come come meet with me which was was so much fun it was so fun. It felt like kindred spirits and it's, it's just, it was such a joy. So yeah, that we have actually gotten a chance to meet and, and the boys have met too. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Oh yeah. We should put a picture in the show notes of, uh, of them meeting Joey and Trevor. Yeah. Or, uh, Joey and Trevor. <laughs> Unbeknownst to Corey, we were unable to post photos to the podcast description. So you'll be able to find the photo of Trent and Joey on Facebook and Twitter at drawings by Trent. <laughs> like what's our sense? That's the wrong sense. <laughs> wrong sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was fun. I could look back through my messages and see like how we first got in contact with one another. But I think I really, really liked one of your videos and what you said just was perfectly described, oh. Trent. Ah. Uh. And Great. I might have reached out to you and that's probably it. said something about like, that. Ooh, you're a celebrity. This is cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, my videos don't hold a candle to yours. Your videos are amazing. Oh, my friend. No, it's definitely one of my claim to fame that I'm friends with Trent and his family. Um, oh. but, but, but thank you. I, I honestly... Do not, not take it seriously. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm I'm one of the few people out there who is not angry at the algorithm because I'm just amazed that anybody watches anything that I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I never talk about shadow banning or whatever. I just like, like, whatever. I'm just going to put it out there. Here is my life. And 
whatever. If I help five people that day, if I help a thousand, it, it's, it's, the, I'm just going along. I'm following the breadcrumbs to life. That's pretty much what I'm doing. One yeah. funny thing about meeting you and that whole experience was our mutual friend. Yes. Megan. And Megan was on our podcast last year. Oh my gosh. We did a few so episodes pretty. with her and talked about, you know, her intervention with Trent early on. Yeah. And, you know, we've, we've probably, we've known her for 15, 18 years, something like that. And then she, so she sees the videos of us together and, and reaches out to me, I think probably both of us. And was like, you know, Betsy, Betsy's a good friend of mine. And we're like all over the country from each other. Yeah. I know. I, I have, I have a lot of acquaintances. A lot of it came from so my previous life prior to doing what I'm doing right now was I managed the medical office for my late husband who passed away this April will be seven years. Mm-hmm. And so he was a well-known holistic medical practitioner and uh, he was a doctor and we traveled a lot with our business because he was very specialized. He worked specifically with autism and a lot of other chronic illnesses. And so a lot of people know me from that. And then, I, you know, I, I when, when he died, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do next. I'm just <laughs> let spirit yeah. guide me. And I'm just going to I'm just going to go wherever everything just falls into place, which seems to be my life. And, and it's really <laughs> interesting because when you open yourself up to whatever's next, you find that so many more things that are more delightful than you could have ever imagined will fall into your lap. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Here I am. (laughs) (laughs) So you had mentioned your late husband and then earlier you had mentioned your son, Joey. Can you tell us a little bit about your family and your family dynamic and all of that? I have three children. Joey's a twin um, and his sister has her master's in social work. She lives in Portland and married in Portland. And then I have another younger daughter who is a wine specialist in Napa. She gives wine um, uh, special tours out there in Napa. I have actually been married three times. The first time was I divorced from Joey's father very when the kids were very little. And then I married John and was with John for 16 glorious years. And then he passed away seven years ago. And now I'm with the, the most amazing Ron, who is very, very unique and different and the perfect right now of my life. Yeah. And we're just having a blast together, living our lives. And I couldn't ask for a better companion in my life with Joey. <clears throat> so Joey is, is, is a challenge. I, you know, I actually just did a video about this because I think I made it, I make it look too easy on TikTok and Instagram that he is, you know, we're just having all these great blasts. Well, it's because I'm not filming the headbanging. I'm not filming the drop ground and doing the rolling. And and not because I don't, I want to Pollyanna my life, but because out of respect to him. So I, my, my whole feeling is, you know, I I want people to know that we do get out and we, we do so many things and we have such an active life. But there, there's a lot of challenges with Joey. He likes to hit his head. He's, he's, he's It's almost like a tick to him. I, 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 we, we take tremendous care of his health. It's not a headache based because his, his health is impeccable and his diet is like nothing else. He has like these OCD urges to hit his head. And that makes things very, very challenging. Mm. Sure. Yeah. I know that some people with like Rett syndrome, like their hand will go in their mouth or whatever, and they have to wear things to keep their arms straight. So their hand won't 
keep going in their mouth. And it seems like the same type of thing. And I know that you had said that Joey chooses to bind his arm so that he doesn't hit his head. He does that on his own. A hundred percent. In fact, we get quite angry sometimes even because he has to have it free at some points. I mean, he has to feed himself. He has to, um, if he, well, certainly if he's doing anything outside, if he's walking the streets, it's really important that he has one arm free Mm -hmm. in case he falls. Right. So, so we're very careful, but that is why cycling is the most miraculous thing in the world for him. Because cycling forces him to keep both hands on the handlebars. And that is when we discovered everything changed with Joey when we taught him mm. how to ride. And, and and that was really a huge pivotal moment in, in his life. That's very cool. How often do you got, do you cycle with him? I do. And this time of the year, it's very rare. I, I have um, temperature sure. batteries. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Like I'm willing to go at a certain level, but I, I am not willing to just wear, I'm not willing to dress for skiing and go on a bike. Like, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's not happen. So I'm, I'm a fair weather cyclist, but we ride almost every other day in from spring through fall. And we go as many as 30 plus miles, but, and we're super excited because Joey was actually asked, there's a huge race in our County and they're going to have an adaptive section of one, one leg of it. And Joey was asked to represent the biking relay portion of it. And so so it's going to be 42 miles. So we are in training. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I will not be riding with him for that. Uh, He'll he'll, he'll have a coach. That's way more exercise than Trent would ever be willing to do. (laughs) Yeah. So Joey will just go and go. He, he really doesn't seem to ever feel a sense of tiredness. He -hmm. gets bored with a route, but the route is stimulating. It doesn't seem like he ever gets tired. Well, I think maybe tour de France someday. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The only issue. Joey does not know how to switch gears and I don't think oh. self gear bikes are allowed in Tour de France. Um, <laughs> but, um, and he also finds going downhill to be something that you should savor. Not mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so he goes downhill and very, very slow. Very oh. slow. Oh, man. Yeah. It's kind of scary. To, I mean, you can feel out of control. Yeah. If you get so going we, too fast. We go through a lot of big brake pads. it's amazing to us because Trent uh I mean they worked with him for years at Heart Spring we worked with him he just can't steer oh right you know he can't he doesn't understand turning he doesn't it's not just that he can't steer he doesn't pay attention to traffic or road signs right common dangers any of that which is why it's amazing to us that Joey does so it's amazing to us because anybody who spends time with Joey would be amazed of how well he interprets the rules of, of it. But, you know, we're, we're realizing there's a part of Joey that we never knew before. And our whole lives have been changing recently. And I haven't actually even talked to you about this yet, but privately, but have I mentioned that we're doing spell to communicate? I knew that you were um, somehow. I don't, I, we might so have had I, a small conversation about it. 
For those who don't know, Spell to Communicate is a letter board where you point to the letters. But it's misunderstood by a lot of people. A lot of people think that we just give them the board and we say spell cat. It is mm-hmm. nothing like that. It's a presuming competence. And so the first year has been predominantly just getting him comfortable with the boards and teaching him regular lessons that are like, like age appropriate lessons. So he learns about the coral reef and he learns about Van Gogh. We did a whole lesson on Van Gogh. And then they, after reading part of the lesson, they say, okay, what, where was Van Gogh on Christmas when his father told him he needed a new career? And he, and then he spells it and, Mm -hmm. and it's about three quarters of it. Correct. And most of it is not that he doesn't know it. It's because he struggles still with the hand to board coordination mm-hmm. of being properly do the letters. So we don't do a lot of question asking right now. Right now we're still trying to get him to that point of coordination, but we're starting and he's, he's doing remarkably well with it. So the point of this, me telling you this is because what we didn't understand before is how he understands everything we're saying. Not only understands it, but he's memorizing it. His memory for things is absolutely mm. incredible because that's what where he puts his focus on is memorizing what it is he's ready to be aware of or what he needs to know. And so we realize he when we do give him instructions, he may not he may choose not to do it because <laughs> he doesn't want to, but he understands a lot more than we ever thought he did. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's, that's incredible so cool to discover. Yeah. It's very, very different uh, with Trent who types and types and types as fast as he can. Animal names, animal names, animal <laughs> names, animal names, you know, and it's, it's just very different. It's no, no comprehension. With yeah. No comprehension with that. Like we right. tried for so many years to get him to answer questions when he typed and the, the language is just not there. He doesn't have that comprehension yeah. at that level. Well, it just, it's like, I just keep saying, if it has to do with communicating to other people, he doesn't want to do it. Right. <laughs> so he knows and, and all kinds that, of things. But, but Corey, you just hit a really important point about it, because that's exactly why they don't first make it when you start spell to communicate. It's not first made about communication. It's meant to be about a lesson. Yeah. And that's why they're really adamant that you can't make it start with it as communication. Mm-hmm. You have to start with it as a lesson. Mm-hmm. I never in a gajillion years would have thought, in fact, last week, his class was on yoga, spelled with almost perfect precision, pranayama. <laughs> wow. And so, but if you ask him what he wants to eat, he's going to walk away and yeah. not even yeah. close to the gym. The other thing that's interesting about Joey is he wants nothing to do with anything electronic. He won't touch anything with, Mm. um, he won't watch a television. He won't look at an iPad. He won't do anything, you know, so for so many years, we tried to make it about like boards and, and software and you know, Mm -hmm. all the, all the different things that we used to do and pecs, we did all those things and Mm -hmm. none of that was interesting to him, but the, but the spell to communicate seems to be really working. And it's a really good one for older children who Mm -hmm. are like out of the system and, you know, kind of have been, but, but it's like, I don't, I don't know the, the, I do know that the, the documentary is coming out in April called um, Spellers, which is going to help highlight what's actually being done right now in the autism world. Right. And have you talked to uh, Lori Hellman about that? Podcast. Yes. 
Okay. Uh, Cause I know she's been working on that with Skylar. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So that's, that's, that's our latest fun little project. Um, Very cool. That and traveling the world of yeah. art as much as we can. Yeah. That's so yeah, cool. <laughs> okay. What are some of Joey's health needs or food intolerances? You talked about his diet a little bit. Can you go into a little more detail about that? I think everybody has food needs. I don't think there's anybody exempt from that. I think sure. that we are, you know, we, we have to be cognizant of the fact that food affects our behavior in any capacity. And so some of it is specialized to Joey and some of it is just my general beliefs about food. Mm. Please understand that this has been made a priority in my life because it was very, very obvious to me that Joey had food issues very young. It's really hard when you don't notice or see a difference and then you're you're trying to stay motivated with it just because someone told you to for me it was very easy to stay motivated because we noticed immediately a difference when we started pulling different foods out of his diet mm-hmm. and he has a very very delicate digestive system he has a very delicate di- uh, detoxification system so his diet for the most part is primarily meat vegetables he does get rice and potatoes which are his like favorite foods, but (laughs) meat and vegetables and fruits, some nuts and seeds, but no sugars, no simple carbs, no chemicals, no preservatives, no food Mm. color. He's very, very sensitive to corn, gluten, Mm. uh, dairy, all of those kinds of foods. So we have a a very specific diet, which for as much as we travel would seem impossible or maddening to keep up with. (laughs) I I was going to ask about that. Yeah. I literally, I, I really feel like if there's anything that I could write a book on, that would be like how I've managed to 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 do this on the go mm-hmm. has been spectacular. It includes a lot of thermoses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it includes a lot of hotels with kitchenettes or apartments. Mm. So what we do in our travel world, and I'm sorry if I'm getting ahead of myself, but it kind of like blends into this is we we travel a tremendous amount. And we do home trades a a lot. Uh, That's the majority of how we travel. We've done over 50 home trades where we go into their home, they come into our home, and then that allows us to have a kitchen to be able to cook with. Mm. If I'm driving, I bring certain foods along with me. If I'm flying somewhere, I order, I pre-order my foods on on like uh, Whole Foods or and have Mm. it delivered and when I arrive at the hotel or the, the home. Yeah, that I'm going. And, I'm really um, thinking ahead. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I just, I was laughing with Ron about this yesterday because he was, he was quite the bachelor before he met me. And I said, I have more food in the refrigerator when we travel on vacation than you did when you were a bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> permanently yeah. uh, because because we just have to bring it with us but we've gotten really good at it and the biggest struggle for us honestly honestly is his extreme sensitivity to uh, junky oils like canola oil sure. because it's easy to go anywhere and have a piece of meat and some vegetables but because they cook it in canola oil practically yeah. everywhere you go mm. it becomes really, really challenging to be able to eat out with that. So that's why we have to make almost everything we bring out for him for the day. Yeah. So he eats a lot of vegetables and fruit. Is he picky within that? I mean, 
I, I'm a picky eating specialist. He is not allowed to be picky, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he is so resigned. Like it, it's not really, is he picky? I mean, sure. He has his preferences, but I'm also a really good cook. So there's nothing torturous about his food. And <laughs> so for the most part, I know what he likes and I, and I try to go with his preferences. So, and sometimes sure he'll put his foot down and be like, no, I'm not eating that. <laughs> but, and, and I'm okay with that too, because he deserves to have preferences, mm-hmm. but, but I'm pretty uh, dialed in at he'll be 30 years old this year. I'm pretty mm. dialed into what he likes and what I can do to make his, his life as um, enjoyable from a food perspective as possible. <laughs> right. But did you start that when he was really young? Because yeah, he was four years old when I started, okay. he was four years old when I started removing foods, but it wasn't, I didn't really learn about nutrition till he was like closer to 10 or right. a teenager. And when that happened, I really poured in the making food as medicine, putting as much nutrients mm-hmm. into him as possible with, with his food. For example, a, a good example of that is his favorite foods are potato and rice. Okay. So great. I will make you potatoes and rice, but you're never going to have potatoes and rice without chopped up herbs in it because herbs are loaded with, mm. with so many minerals and vitamins or vegetables moved into that or some diced up chicken within, within that. So mm. it's, it's about, you know, giving him what he loves, but finding a way to make that food more nutrient dense so that he get as mu- gets as much nutrition mm-hmm. in him as, as he can. Yeah. It's so, it's so interesting to us, you know, that, that, you know, I say you, you meet one person, individual with autism, you've met one, right. <laughs> like they're so right, different, exactly. even though they share some similarities, they're just so right. different in that. And so I, I, I was just thinking back to Trent, being younger and and he as i recall he has always been incredibly picky about the food he eats right and like simply will not tristan there we just posted a video tristan trying to get him to eat a grape and right he just he would not do it <laughs> although so, i will say i'm sorry go ahead no no Betsy. please please tristan, no, i want to i want to hear um we went to like a Walnut Valley. What is that? Like a, a pack, shop? meat packing oh, yeah. place. Yeah. And they had some, I bought some like cheese curds with garlic and dill in them. Mm-hmm. They're delicious. I <laughs> got them out. Trent likes cheese, but it had like, you could see green stuff on the cheese, which, which normally he picks every little thing Yeah. Out. He would right. pick every single little thing out, but he, I got the cheese out and I said, Hey buddy, do you want to try this? And he said, yes. And then he saw it and he said, no, no, no. <laughs> and then he got in his bag and he had got airheads earlier that day airhead extreme strips you know and he wanted the candy and he held it out to me and i said you have to try the cheese first (laughs) and he popped in his mouth and ate it and then he got his candy after that but there was no like that is called that is called first this then that (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly a old aba rule right yep (laughs) there there's a strong bio so when people say Autism means picky eating. And okay, what I agree with is that there are sensory situations with autism that affect eating habits. That mm-hmm. that I completely agree with. But it is completely desensitizing and movable. But the problem is, is people try to do it from a behavior standpoint rather than a biomedical standpoint. And the, the reason I say that is because the gut flora 
controls the cravings of the foods to eat. So until you're ready to address the whole body and the gut flora and decreasing the sugars and, and decreasing the addictive foods that make up so many of the kids' diets, all the mm-hmm. chemicals and all the, the food colors mm-hmm. and such, those are so addictive. Until you like really go off of those and, re- and address the gut, it's going to be impossible to do it just on a behavior end of things. Mm-hmm. So you have to accept the fact that if you want a body to crave or be willing to try something, you have to go from inside and not just say no or yes, or, you know, you know make it, make it a reward or punishment system because it will right. never work that way. It, mm-hmm. it, it won't for autism because they, they'll hold out till the end of time. Right. But if you eventually start moving foods in a different direction where you're taking out these addictive qualities of the foods, then eventually it, you'll start making some mm-hmm. headway. And that's, I work with these families and I have worked with these families for over 20 years. You seem like you should have a podcast. <laughs> I should. I started it. I did 10. I just got exhausted. I stopped. Oh. <laughs> you're putting too much energy into it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You talk off the calf really well. You need to do your podcast like you do your videos on social media. Just whatever. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I want to do it when I want to do it. Like that's (laughs) the problem. And it's not that I don't want to do it, but I have to do it according to Joe's schedule. And um, I, I, my quality of life, my, my well-being, my connection with my son will always be a priority over mm-hmm. who I am on social media. Mm-hmm. And so I I love social media. I love my TikTok connections. I love the relationships that I've made through it all. And I will always cherish it. But I have to prioritize my well-being because <laughs> I, I can get burned out very, very quickly with all mm-hmm. the hats that I'm juggling right now. Specifically, mm-hmm. vest. We have we have a lot going on with that vest, by the way. But uh, I, I'd love to be able to talk about for a second, if I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah please do. So the be kind vest is something that we developed when Joey first started learning to ride a bike. When when we first started taking Joey cycling, people would get mad at him all the time. Like he 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 mildly understood the rules when we first started. But people were angry that he wasn't staying where he was or he would stop in the middle and that he was being yelled at constantly. <laughs> and it was so tremendously frustrating and, and, and disheartening to see all these people yelling at us all the time. So I just came up with this idea and I made my own. It just said autistic on it. It didn't say autistic. Be kind. It just said autistic. <clears throat> and we took him out with that vest on and I was literally in tears by the end of it of happy and joyful tears because it was thumbs up and, oh, here, can I help you? And good job. And I was like, wow, wow, Mm -hmm. what just happened here? So I thought, well, I wonder what would happen if we wore it around town. Like I was, I was getting ridiculed for the labeling by certain administrators in different organizations, Mm -hmm. but I, I felt like, okay, but he is not speaking. And here's the thing I want to give Joey freedom. I want him to be able to go in front of me when we cycle. I need, I want to be able to walk in, you know, 10 feet away with him and not worry that I have to apologize. I'm sorry. He did that because he has autism, right? Because you, you know, you've met him. He looks and acts actually like somebody who is drugged out on, on meth. I mean, Mm. I, I don't mean to, to be cruel and, and I'm not putting Joey down. It's just that he behaves in a way right. that he's just this handsome guy 
who just took a bunch of drugs and is doing sporadic behavior. Mm -hmm. And I, I watched people cross to the other side of the road, get away from him on the bus, Mm -hmm. do all these other things because they were petrified of what he was going to do next. Yeah. So when we put the vest on, we decided it's just like, say for example, they decided with handicap placards that they weren't going to be used for cars anymore, that we were just going to go on the honor system. (laughs) And and we'd be, well, well, really, we're just going to go on the honor system. And it's because we need the placards to say this person deserves courtesy. This person needs special considerations. Please understand. And so when we label with the intention of cultivating kindness rather than a warning, because I don't feel I have to warn anybody about my son's autism, but I want to cultivate kindness. I want kindness to come come to us, then that is the reason that we developed it. So I then I, I I had a bunch of them made in San Francisco when I was living there. They were being so there and we didn't do much with it until TikTok became, he started wearing it on TikTok and people wanted to get it. So I started selling them on TikTok, but now the volume has gotten so high and people want a bunch of different sizes. Mm. they're putting in a very large order in the next month we're working with um, someone who is making a very large and we're going to have a a small for children more the size that joey wears and then an extra extra large for larger sizes so (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so so and they're kind of expandable and they have elastics so they can fit a lot of different sizes so that's that my big project right now is fine tuning all of these perfect sizes. I have samples being sent to me shortly and hopefully they're good. by summertime, we're going to have a bunch of them ready to go. Yeah. Awesome. That's so that's cool. Funny. Well, and it makes so much sense too, because if you think about, let's say you had a lunch meeting with somebody and they just never showed up. They just like stood you up and immediately you're going to get angry, right? Because they stood you right. up. But then maybe they got in a car accident and like nobody knew that they had this lunch meeting with you. And so the family's being contacted, the family can't, you know, and so obviously you, you gain understanding and you're more empathetic toward that situation. It's the same, the same thing with this. So it It really, it really is. And I have a lot of people who feel skeptical about a beginning and then over time, they really start to understand the benefit. You know, one of the things that I really love about it, like I was saying earlier, is I can walk away. Now, as a mom of somebody like Joey, who can be very sporadic, who could go, you know, one of the things he loves to do, he loves to go up to little girls and and and, and go, shh, I don't know why he does that. <laughs> but can you imagine the absolute terror that this yeah. man, your daughter, and goes, shh, like that, like how much that would freak I mean, he, somebody would smack him before they even contemplated yeah. looking at the fact that he has autism. Sure. Not to mention all the other, you know, first responders that I have to be able to make sure are keeping up with things. Mm-hmm. So we really have just just beautiful success with it. And I'm, I'm telling you, once once you, a lot of people, they say once they've tried it, it's like their whole world changes when oh, they go out. Well, we so saw cool. it firsthand in Kansas City and it was amazing. Yeah. And do you remember when we were in Kansas city, he went outside mm-hmm. and, and and we stayed inside and talked. And that's what the vest allows me to do is to not have to be right, like right by his side all the mm-hmm. time. I watch him from a distance because people give him courtesy as they walk past mm-hmm. him. 
Thank you for listening to Used Up Pens. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave a five-star rating and a review to be read on the podcast. Remember, our primary goal is to spread autism awareness, so please share this podcast with friends and family. If you're looking for new coloring books, clothing, or other cool items with Trent's art, please visit us at drawingsbytrent.com. You can also use the handle drawingsbytrent to follow us on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And as always, thanks for listening.